Yeah. I mean, Excellent. once I, once I, you know, went through everything and got the, the pieces together, it was fine. Right. It was just weeding through the crap. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which there's a lot of in, in our recordings. people you think are in the 3000 hit club holy crap can i can i cheat no i just want you to give me a ballpark what you would use thing in the 3000 hit club yeah how many people uh 10 12 20 uh um, my fast count was 27 27 oh so it's more than i thought okay uh 28, 28. oh damn uh, 28 look at this man 14 right-handed batters 12 are left-handed two are switch hitters uh, let's see some of the more notable Pete Rose, obviously yes. Ty Cobb, Hank Aaron, mm-hmm. Carl Yastrzemski, 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 Derek Jeter. Yeah, he just did Derek Jeter, the most season. recent, uh, Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> you may, <laughs> uh, you may run like Hayes, but you can't hit for shit. <laughs> uh, Eddie Murray, uh, Cal Ripken Jr., George Brett. Come on, George That's Brett. Some big names in there, bro. Uh, Tony Gwynn. Uh, Craig Biggio, Ricky Henderson, Rod Carew. Hall of Famer Rod Carew. Yeah, he's a Jew. Yes, he is. I heard that. He converted. He converted. Uh, Rafael Palmero, Wade Boggs. Does Palmero Uh, have an asterisk next to his? He does have a a cross. I saw him play in... um, what does the cross mean? I saw him play in Baltimore one time when he was playing for for the Rangers, I think. Did you? Yeah. I don't know what... Wikipedia, you are not helpful. Oh, oh, he just means he was elected to the Hall of Fame. Okay, wow. It looks like everyone is going to be. Oh, he's active, so he, he's not in the Hall of Fame. But it looks like almost everyone, everyone except Palmero, who obviously with the PEDs and Craig Biggio was not has not been uh, elected to the Hall of Fame yet. MP Rose, so, yeah, but we all know why. Yeah, I, I'm of the set Pete Rose free camp what? yeah exactly i mean let my pants. let my pete rose go let my pete rose go i love it <laughs> yeah. it could be worse miami marlins at 52 wins and Whoa, uh, what about the astros 47 47 yes yes oh my god they're on pace they to win over 50 games this year they've lost 93 games yep they're truly horrible people have season tickets for them do like do you feel like people want to like get in on the ground floor of something in know, 20 like, years this team will be good yeah, and I'll have my prime season ticket that I paid for for 20 years to get to this point. I think I read somewhere that their payroll is like 13 million. Wow. They're one of the more profitable fran- the most profitable yeah. franchises in all of sports. They're making tons of money cuz they have no overhead. Because their payroll is like so fucking low. They have crappy players, they don't have to pay them anything. There you go. Yeah. Well, they only have to op- they only have to operate like one gift shop and two concession stands. It's true because no one because no one goes to the game, so they, got, they don't, that's less people they have to hire. They've for, got one you know, pretzel stand and one guy carrying beer around, and that's it. Yeah, and uh, two working bathrooms, mm-hmm. both women's, both women's. Yep, you have to you have to wait a really long time if you're a guy, or you can go <laughs> pee like in the bullpen. They're not really using it. They're not using it. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Well, if you need some uh, photos, let me know because, uh, you know, I've got lots of photos. So I can't wait for that. I'm excited. I'm excited of myself. Yes. Well, do you have any photos of you with like blood all over your face? Hmm. I don't know. I'll have to check. Okay. I don't, I don't think, you know, when, 
I don't think I uh, take pictures when, when I do stuff like that. You know, that's. Um, I'm going to need you privacy. to get your wife to punch you in the face and then take a picture. You know, that, that stuff happens in the privacy of our bedroom and it's not podcast discussion material. What's your safety word for that? <laughs> uh, Yankees. My safety word is harder. <laughs> Donkey lips. Donkey lips. Well, I'm always uh, saying that anyway, so that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. I- have you watched uh, Sherlock? I have not watched Sherlock yet. Oh, you know good. how I feel about period pieces? It's, it's him and, and Bilbo. And uh, they're uh, in the Shire in the Shire and they're solving mysteries. Dude, that's a great show. <laughs> it's amazing. It's called uh, Bag End Nights. Sounds a lot. Sounds a lot like Sleepy Hollow. It's very much like Sleepy Hollow, <laughs> but with Hobbit. Oh, OK. It's nice. fantastic. Cumberbatch is a big dude. So how they made him look tiny like a Hobbit. I don't know. I guess it was camera angle, but it was amazing. And of course, you've already also got your uh, Saturday Night Lives, your Bill Maurer, uh, Daily Show, and the, and the like. I can't believe Portlandia is even nominated. That show is not funny. Yeah, interesting. Mm. What the heck is that? Oh, we got uh, we have breaking news coming into the podcast. Uh, we do at the breaking news uh, breaking news drop. All right. Breaking news coming in. Yankees third baseman Alex Rodriguez sets the MLB record with 24th career Grand Slam. Do you know, do you know who he passes with um, his 24th career Grand Slam? You'll get extra points if you get this. I'm, I don't expect you to, but I I, uh, I I honestly have no idea. George Brett. Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig. Yeah, man. Wow. Mr. ALS himself. Wow. There you go. So I believe uh, you called him that. Um. <laughs> uh, now who's insensitive? <laughs> uh, choreography. Choreography. Another one of your favorite categories. Yes, it is. Uh, I went with uh, Derek Hough and Allison Holker for Dancing with the Stars. Mm, no, I went with Sonia Taya for So You Think You Can Dance. All right, because you actually watch it and you probably know who that person is. I do know who that person is. Yes, <laughs> oh, my so God. She- I know who all of the choreographers. Oh God! <laughs> Stop the madness! You went with behind the candelabra too. I mm. did. I went behind the candelabra. You went behind the candelabra with your pick of behind the candelabra. I sure did. Uh, supporting actor in a miniseries or movie. I had to go with my boy. You went Quanta- with Scott Bakula. I totally went with Scott Bakula. <laughs> Striving to put right what once went wrong and hoping each time that his next leap will be the leap home. Oh. Oh my god, I saw maybe, that there and I was like, you yep. know what? And maybe with this win, his next leap will be the leap be the leap, <laughs> leap home. <laughs> and the I didn't pay retail for it, but the retail price is about 150. Okay, did you pay more than fifty dollars for it? Yeah. Did you pay more than $75 for it? Yeah. Wow. Do you, now, you have to refill this ink, like, on your own? Is it, like, old? Yeah, it's a fountain pen. Wow. It's the uh, the Lamy 2000. Wow. Is that, uh, like, at Hogwarts or something? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, a phoenix feather inside it instead of ink. The Lamy no. 2000. Lamy 2000 wow. fountain pen. 
Wow. It's a very nice fountain pen. My most expensive pen is a Mont Blanc Fine Liner. $117. It looks, yeah, that's closer to what I paid for. It looks nice. It's very nice. Uh, cool, man. Does it, if it, does it bring you happiness? Um, I like it. Uh, Wayne Smith said that he can use it at work without seeming too ostentatious. Yeah, that's the thing I like about it is it doesn't seem like all pretentious and showy and stuff. Hmm. Good. So, but my recommendation is the two dollars zebra G. <laughs> yes, uh, let's be clear. Uh, I am. Uh, I am recommending. Not telling you to buy a hundred twenty dollar yeah. pen. I'm telling you, I need a no. hundred twenty dollar pen. I'm telling you, you only need a two dollar pen. Unlike some other picks I've made, um, I use the Zebra G301 a lot. I use it a whole lot, and I, I carry it when I go out, which is rare, but I do carry it when I go because it's a great little pen. <laughs> which is rare. Is it, is it, I will admit it's rare. Are you going to be okay? Are, are you going to be like in that you know agoraphobic, agoraphobic uh, mindset when I take you to the Pearl Jam concert? Like, I might be. <laughs> I haven't been around that many people in years. <laughs> like, you're going to... It's going to be a shock, man. John Paul Jones Arena is quite large. I don't think I've been in a room with more than 10 people in about three years. <laughs> this is great. This is great, dude. You're. It's, I do get on conference calls every now and then. Does that count? I probably should have made sure we um, we had a, like an end seat, like an aisle seat for you. So you can I got to get out of here. Exit. <laughs> you're going to we're going to be like in the middle and you're going to be like, I can't take it. And you're just going to like jump off the front. And you're just gonna like, that's the easiest way out. <laughs> oh, gosh. Ooh, it's funny because it's true. Is it got a ten out of ten on IGN, and they raked it a masterpiece. Yep. Yeah, and, and I uh, highly respect IGN. I go to them a lot for a lot of the reviews, especially when yeah. I was playing a lot more video games than I am now. But um, you know, I used to use them and uh, Games uh, Gamespot um, mm-hmm. was, yep. was also another very good one. But uh, but I, I do think uh, IGN's got it right there. It is a masterful game. So check it out. I agree. And I'll still be playing it next time we're on the podcast, probably. So <laughs> probably, we probably both will. Yes, I mean, that's the thing. You can just play it over. You can play it again and again and again. There's so much to do. I don't it's even think. Have you closed crazy. out any of the storylines yet? No. Okay. Yet. Good. 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 I think last time I looked, I was at like maybe close to fifty percent. Right. And and Beatrix has played this. Uh, she and I were blowing up some cop cars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got the grenade launcher, and uh, we were blowing up some cop cars. So, so, so they blow the cop cars and then they come and chase after you. Yeah. And I got killed pretty quick. Wow. You couldn't. Cause I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't, <laughs> this sounds so stupid, but I'm playing GTA five. My four year old daughter's next to me, but I didn't want to shoot any of the cops <laughs> because I thought that would be a bad influence on her. So I got killed really quick. <laughs> Nice, nice. But but, but shooting good right, but shooting the grenade launcher into the police cars. That's yeah, that's okay. That's... But you know the line, and that's what it's all about. There's a line. The, you you just there's don't a line, it. and shooting grenade, shooting car, cop cars with grenade launchers on one side, and shooting cops are on the other. Yes, so it's a fine line, but it's a there. Line. You go. Hey, you know what? You got to have that, man. You got to have that because I it, get a moral compass. Yeah, you, you have your own moral compass, and I and we all appreciate that here on the podcast. You can bang a ring like, you know, five or six of them at a time. Okay, Rufio. This is Irrational Confidence, a conversation podcast about sports, technology, and entertainment. This is episode number 38. 
I am Nicholas, and with me as always, the Hulk to my Hawkeye, it's Brandon. The, wait a minute, the, the what? The Hulk to my Hawkeye. Oh, the Hulk to your Hawkeye. You're, wow, okay. You're, of all the all the Marvel Universe characters you chose, Hawkeye? Yeah. <sighs> He's pretty sweet. Oh, okay. The bow and all arrow? Right. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Okay. But, but thank you for calling me Hulk, I guess. You're welcome. Brandon uh, Smash. But I was reading an article that said that they... they th- oh, it is black. Okay, that's the... Ba- yeah, that's- it's like it's like a like halfway between black and gray. Oh, so the, the um, front's black. The bo- the backing is space gray. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's um, cool. I like it. It's kind of like a... It's kind of like the slate, but a little bit lighter. Okay. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I actually wrote down in my notes slate gray, and I was like, wait, that's not right, and uh, I had to look it up and saw space so gray. That, so that you got... So it was four ninety nine. 32 gig four ninety nine, right? Yeah, because it's yeah, three ninety nine, and then an extra hundred to double the drive. Oh, to double the storage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three ninety nine, yeah, four ninety nine for thirty two. But gigabytes. I mean, to do the to go to the cellular is another one twenty nine plus the data on top of it. And I was like, no, I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. My my iPhone does tethering. Right. If I'm ever anywhere, ever, when am I ever going to be somewhere? Yeah, no. That I either don't have Wi Fi or don't have my cell phone with me. Correct. That is factually Never. correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah every, when am I going to leave the house? No, that's the other thing is that you greatly overestimate the number of times you actually leave the house. I don't think I overestimate. I never leave the house. You left the house to mail me the, the microphone true. back. And I, I was very impressed. You you took a step in the in a in a new world, the direction in a brand new world. I mailed two things that day. Wow. You, so you but actually, it was only one trip, so. But you had to physically talk to somebody in order to mail it. Yeah, but he was really nice. Really? I yeah. Well, I, I heard that about the Enon postal workers. <laughs> it technically wasn't Enon. Okay. They still served you, even though they knew, yeah. they saw you were from Enon. We actually don't have our own <laughs> We don't have our own post office. <laughs> oh, let's talk about this for a few more minutes. <laughs> we have to go to the Chester one by the Chick-fil-A. So, so you have to go to the Chester one. Do they look down on you at all? Yeah, a little bit. They're when like, they see oh, that you're, oh, Welcome you're from in Enon. from the sticks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We we um we saw that you uh, can't have your own postal postal uh, postal store. So we thought you know we'd uh, we'd extend extend our, our condolences yep. and allow you access to our facility only between the hours of <laughs> seven a.m. and seven fifteen a.m. It's restricted every other for Wednesday. you, non people. <laughs> you have to make an appointment. Uh, wow, not to you ride to, the buggy. You have to make it a, oh God. Bug fixed fix, like some bug. bugs and it fixed a FaceTime thing, but I don't really use FaceTime very much. So I never saw it. Um, but they've also, pre- I don't know if we talked about it, but they did one that fixed the iMessage thing that was fixed. Like, well, that's good. They've you been know, rolling I, them out pretty quick. I mean, I'm, when did uh, it come out? Like, like two months ago, maybe. Yeah. You know, I'm and there's pro, already been four I'm, updates. I'm pro fixing stuff. You know, yeah, me that's too. what I say. Oh. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to put a free product out there, you, you better fix it. I've lickety, said that about you. Lickety you're split. Pro fixing stuff. I'm pro fixing stuff. You know, they just call me MacGyver. Yeah, bubble gum and paper clips. Wow. And you can't tape. fix iOS 7 with bubble gum and paper clips. And Let me te- Don't learn that lesson the hard way. The guys that rented the very last Yeah, the rental, last video in which, like Alaska or Hawaii or something. In Hawaii, which was, uh, did you get get a glimpse at what the last movie ever what rented from What was the movie? I didn't see it. This is the end. They got this is the end. That's great. And I still haven't seen that, but I want to see it. I it's on it's on my my list. On I got vetoed. We somewhere. we watched uh, the internship the other night. 
I got vetoed for this you is the end. the internship. And yeah, she, this is the wife's, end. Wife's a, wife's a big Vince Vaughn fan. What can I what can I say? Nobody's that big a Vince Vaughn fan. Yeah, my wife is a big Vince Vaughn fan. Oh. I like Vince Vaughn too. What do you got against oh, Vince Vaughn? Was it terrible? No, it wasn't awful. It had its it had its moments. I like Vince Vaughn. It had its moments. It wasn't bad. There was a we watched the unrated version. Crazy strip club scene. Did Crazy. you see Peep? What, do you mean? what? Did you see his peep? Uh, no. Oh. Strip club, like oh. women. Did you see naked ladies? Yes. With all their like stuff hanging yes. out. Yes. It was amazing. What was it? It was, like? unbe- it was unbelievable. It was just like it is in real life. Yeah. What was it like? <laughs> <laughs> so blockbuster is basically no more. So I know you're sad. Super sad. You know they Super tried sad. to salvage it with that. The video, the kind of like the Redbox 2.0. Yeah, they but did. that didn't that didn't really work. They thought they were going to ha- be onto something because then you, you could return it to a blockbuster or the or the the box. But that just ended up confusing people. I think it confused people, and it's like logistically stupid. There you go. I mean, logistically then got like, stupid. Yeah, I mean, just think about the the logistics of that. Like, you got to keep track of where all these videos are. And it's just it's crazy crazy yep. um so what do you think the, the demise of blockbuster attributes to simply Redbox or streaming as a combination of both or i think it's it's a big part of its netflix and a big part of it is Redbox. i think i think netflix like gave them like the first punch and then Redbox gave them like the the big haymaker that put them down for the count the haymaker i mean because you think back to when we were in college nary a, nary a long time ago uh, about 10 years ago. I mean, we lived off of Blockbuster and, and my personal favorite, the Acme Stove Company. I did like the Acme Stove, <laughs> the Acme Stove Company the, on Market Street. The Acme um, Stove Company was was where it's at. Um, I was a video gallery guy. Yeah? Yeah. But see, I always loved it. Because I knew all the guys that worked at video galleries. Oh, nerd alert. Yeah, sorry. Hey, guys, it's, did oh someone checked out Galaxy Quest? Shoot. <laughs> You don't have any more copies of Galaxy Quest? Never give up! Never surrender! How I'll just take Starship Troopers again. Well, it's, it seems to be doing well with uh, in the ratings, right? Yeah, I think so. The, the people the I mean, people have spoken, and... I don't read the trades, but... <laughs> well, yeah. The latest issue of Variety had a, had a, had a wonderful <laughs> article on, on, on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I, I don't know what the share was this past week. Nah. All right, so I know that share is a thing. I don't know. Go, uh, yeah, not just uh, not just a really bad singer. Wow! If I could turn back time. All right, so uh, let's let's move out. Let's move out of the the dungeon. Out let's of the move dr- out of the, out of the sad dreary, into the creepy. Because I feel like I feel like that's where we're going. I feel like that this we're just kind of kind of floating on the river sticks right now. You know. Um, we're going through through the gates of hell, yeah, we and uh, we need to come back. We need to to back that back that boat up, you know. Say no, this isn't where we're gonna go. You know, we're not ready to we're not ready to die. Nope. We're, we're gonna we're gonna thrive here for a little bit in our in our podcast awesomeness. I'm just gonna let you keep going because this is nice. <laughs> I'm on a roll, man. You I'm are on a roll. I'm on a roll, and you, no one can stop me. Don't want to. By the time the show's over, the drone will be here.
that's freaky. Like what I want to know. I mean, I have so many questions about it. Like, so if it, if it does drop it off on your porch, does it know like what happens with the hell? I mean, these helicopter blades are not very well protected. I mean, nope. what if someone's just like, you know, clipping the hedges and some, 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 and then, you know, out of nowhere, their hedge gets clipped. I mean, yeah, I, one of the guys I listened to a lot online, uh, Mike Hurley, he was talking about, um, you know, what happens if like kids are playing out there? Yeah. Does this thing have a camera or something that, you know, can detect that? Because if a kid's playing out there and, you know, I, I don't yeah. know, let's say it's loud or something and then the helicopter comes by and it, you know, hits the kid in the head. You know, then they got some serious lawsuits. Yeah. Not to is- mention a hurt kid. Exactly. I mean, this is this is Darwinism, man. This is only the strong will survive. And uh, this is what it seems a little artificial for Darwinism. (laughs) (laughs) It seems a little eugenic. But but this is this is where we are in our society that we uh, we've come to a place where now our artificial creations uh, had their own uh, evolutionary sense. And this is uh, this is how it starts, my friend. So what I hear you saying is that if your kid's dumb enough to get hit with an, a helicopter, you deserve it. Yep, exactly. Then okay. uh, your, your seed will not go on. But they're not hurting. They'll be all right. Yeah, uh, I have no doubts. I don't, I don't think losing Ellsbury is – nobody's upset about that. So. No, I think I think pretty – I think most – most Boston fans knew the writing was on the on the on the wall, as it were. Writing on, yeah. was on the monster. I think the management did too. Yeah, and so yeah, I think they knew he was leaving. Yep. So I think uh, winning the World Series just kind of uh, accelerated that and said, "Hey, I got my ring, and time to peace yeah. out." And, and uh, you got to think that's a big part of why they went after Victorino. Yeah, and I, and I love him. Another great signing. Yeah. Love Victorino. So- so there we go. Um, we, uh, we're moving on uh, from Ellsbury, and yeah. you will so, be. Uh, you have an Ellsbury shirt, don't you? No, I do not. Oh, okay. I do not. Okay. I did. Uh, my wife had one. I don't know where it is right now, but I asked her. I think I tweeted it. I asked her as soon as the news came across the twitters. I asked her, um, "What are you going to do with your Ellsbury shirt?" And I hadn't even finished saying "shirt," and she said, "Burn it." Wow, that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty harsh. It's like, wow, okie doke. I didn't even do that with my uh, Manny Ramirez shirt. Right. It's put like that in the dog's crate. That's what I did with my Papelbon shirt. It went in the dog crate. Yeah, you put it in the dog crate. At least let the dog enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, someone can get some joy out of it. I mean, you, you put you put the Papel, you put the player name down, and all you see at the top is Red Sox. Yeah, you know? and, and dog ass. There you go, Red Sox and dog ass. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. That'll get, that'll get you through a weekend. John Lennon. Um, John Lennon wanted, wants you to think it's it's love. That's all you need. But all yeah. you really need is uh, is dog ass on a Red Sox shirt. I, I I can't improve on that. We talked about Robinson Cano. Uh, I'll just mention Cano to the Mar- Cano to the Mariners. Cano went to the Seattle Mariners ten years, which is insane, and two hundred forty million dollars. Hey, that's a, apparently it's a wonderful city though, and and a in a beautiful park. I've been in it. It is a beautiful park, but that ball club needs work. Oh, and Robinson Cano is not the answer, but, um, but they offered him a shit ton of money and a long-term contract. He's going to be 41. Wow. A 41 year old second baseman at the end of that contract. Um, and you got to give it, give him props. He and Jay-Z worked out that deal and they made hey, it happen. I mean, Seattle Good for him. You know, they took advantage of situations. Seattle, wanting to make a big splash, wanting to then they're really starting to to revitalize that area downtown and and they want mm-hmm. to compete with uh with the football 
um, stadium, you know, and, and bring these people in. You know, you've got the football and the baseball stadium right there next to each other, downtown Seattle. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of like uh, Baltimore in that. I got them right next to each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it right? Is is the Baltimore Stadium right there? I mean, this. Yeah, the Ravens are like. like li- literally. Like, go ahead. They're like a block away. Okay. Yeah, I mean, literally, like the baseball stadium is right next door to the to the football stadium, um, but they're not getting. Uh, you know, they're not getting half the number of people that are going to the football games obviously i mean it's a big deal <clears throat> Seattle which is football. crazy because there's so many more games well and and also uh not just football in that in the the football stadium but but soccer too is is huge in seattle the seattle sounders are i mean it's crazy when i was there it was did you have that written down or did you know that no i just knew it wow from from being in from going to seattle and knowing that like people were crazy about their soccer in Seattle. You saw Sounders wow. stuff everywhere. Really? Yeah, they're really big on their soccer. Um, Sounders? Yeah, the Seattle Sounders, um, professional soccer. And uh, where, where does that name come from? Uh, I think it's just. I think it maybe it's a hearken to their music heritage. Mm. The, they're all their their you know all the musicians that have come out of that area. Uh, it should that, have been the Seattle Grunge. Yes, that sounds so much better. The Seattle Alternative. Uh, yep, keep going. This is gold. The Seattle Sound Gardens. Wow, no, see that they're just no? one. They're just. I like Sound Garden, but they're just a piece of the pie. I mean, I'm much have. I'm much more content that you said Sound Garden and not Nirvana. The Seattle Temple of the Dog. Uh, you're getting better. You're getting warmer. <laughs> Seattle Pearl James. There you go. See, yeah, I, I love your I loved your progression there because as as you know, Temple of the Dog, uh, yeah. a combination of members of Soundgarden, Soundgarden, uh, along per, along with Pearl Jam and some some people from Mother Love Bone too. Um, I would have also accepted Mother Love Bone. Um, <laughs> it would have been an acceptable. <laughs> the Seattle Mother Love Bones. Oh yes, I do. I do enjoy some Mother great. Love Bone. You ever heard of the the he uses the Uber driver yeah, service? We don't, we don't have Uber in. in <laughs> Uber is so choice. I highly recommend it if you have the means. We do not have Uber in. <laughs> Maybe I should start up Uber Enon. There's so many things that I need to start up that people around in this area that just have no concept of stuff. I don't know. I, we I need like, delivery of groceries. Don't they? Didn't uh, didn't like Priceline used to do that? I don't know. Oh, guys, this is this is why we're not rich. <laughs> yep, because we, we exactly. think about stuff, but then we don't act on it. What you need to do is come up with a good idea, like the pet rock. Hmm. There you go. No, what I see, what I want to come up with is I need to start a sitter service down in this area, like a babysitting service. Because I swear to God, like everyone, you're going to be a babysitting pimp. Well, all of my, I mean, you know, don't you have? There's like that baby that River City sitters that you guys have up in Richmond. That's like a, I don't know. We don't use babysitters, right? Okay, but people that do use babysitters that leave, normal that, people that leave the house uh, <laughs> <laughs> that use babysitters, you know, <laughs> would say that they use River City sitters, and then they are always guaranteed a sitter, and the sitter is like got background checks and all this stuff, and they can. It's like Uber for babies. Yeah, you can. Yeah, exactly. And you're always guaranteed a sitter down here at the beach, which apparently is in the dark ages because every time we'll try to do something people are like oh i couldn't get a sitter or i couldn't do this i'm like you couldn't get a babysitter like people should be you know chomping at the bit to to be able to get paid what what is it like ten dollars an hour under the table like 
We pay babysitting is a racket. When we do need a sitter, we pay one of my uh, cousins to do it, and she we give her at least ten dollars an hour. Jeez, uh, that's that's crazy to sit to sit and watch. Oh, she tangled. Like, yeah, she watches movies she wants to watch anyway, yes. and sits and eats my food. Yes, and I pay her fifty bucks to do it. Yeah, she's just she's just there while I'm paying to go out. It's really just a it's really just a legal cost. Uh, it, it's really just legal insurance on your part to uh, you know to protect you from child protective services. Yeah, if uh, they come by, there's a human. Yeah, there. And there's there's nobody in the house, and Beatrix is running around. She's know, in the crate her, with Scout. with her underwear on her head, banging the banging pots, and she might be doing that while the babysitter's there. <laughs> Very true. You, but see, you but, met my child. Right, you know what she's right. like. But there's a difference because there's someone there. So <laughs> the child protective the services difference. would be like, okay, the situation is okay. We're good. It's under control. It's under control. There's someone else there. This naked child is running around with under, <laughs> underpants in her head, but there's somebody here. False alarm. Nothing to see here. Move on to the next house with the elephants. This isn't the child abuse you're looking for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god that movie is so good oh, oh yes it is it's great and then at the end you're just staring down the barrel of uh what's his name from family matters reginald Vel reginald johnson. fucking vel johnson they took that, that music there they took it from some other movie i can't remember what it was oh they did i could probably look it up but yeah that music at the end when he shoots the guy they took it from some other movie let's see if there is holy shit what? Breaking news. We have breaking news? Yeah, Reginald Vell Johnson and I share a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> August 16th, motherfucker. There you go. Call fucking Winslow. August 16th. I never knew. He's still alive. Oh, 1952. I'm so glad I put in the breaking news drop. <laughs> Oh man, Ooh. August sixteenth, man, my 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 man, my brother from another mother. <laughs> Holy shit, August sixteenth, never know. I I mean, I knew you know the heavy hitters, the uh, the uh, Elvis Presley who died on my birthday, uh, Marilyn Monroe, uh, Madonna who shared my birth, who shares my birthday, uh, Babe Ruth who died on my birthday. But uh, there you go, Reginald Vell Johnson. Actor. My wife shares a birthday with Dale Earnhardt Sr. Wow. There you go. Way to bring this podcast down, dude. You're welcome. I saw him die. It was not cool. I did too, actually. I was actually at work at the time. I saw him die. It was not cool. Oh, man. We've come full circle. We have. We? Yeah, lots of death. Death, death, death. Death, destruction. Dying. Mm. Plague, plague of madness. Dogs and cats living together. Honestly, the entire New York sports scene is, is pretty awful. The Knicks are terrible. Uh, the Giants, the Jets. I mean, it's what about the it's a, uh, the, the it's a pretty Nets. sad, it's pretty sad state of affairs. Oh, they're terrible. <laughs> they're oh, they're awful. They get a cool they're logo. Absolutely though. awful. They're not only all really. You like that? Yeah, I kind of like it. It's a B and a and a circle. Yeah, it's classic. Okay, uh, or an N and a B, an N and a circle. I, I don't I know like, how they do. I it. like Jay Z. Uh, yeah, they're pretty terrible, and they're not only terrible, but they traded away all their draft picks for two old-ass mofos that used to play for the Celtics, who, you know, I love the Celtics, and I love those old-ass mofos, but I'm happy to say peace out. And who, who were the old-ass It was Larry Bird and uh, Kevin McHale. Yes, clearly. Yes. Wow. Right on. Nail, nail head you. Um, <laughs> those are the only ones I know. <laughs> 
uh, Kevin Garnett and oh, okay. Paul I know Pierce. Him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know those guys. So the, I mean, I don't uh, know them, know them. But. <laughs> I don't know them. They wouldn't say that they knew me. Okay. Um, uh, so they, yeah, they're really old and they're not really playing well at all because they're old and they can't play. And But they traded for them and we get like a lot of their really good draft picks over the next five years, which is awesome. For the Celtics and less than awesome for the Nets. Um, but hey, they have a really nice uh, arena and I'm sure their ticket prices are obscene. Oh, but it's astronomical. So there you go. And I'm sure they have they play really good music at the arena. But other than that, that's about it. Yeah. yeah. And Jason Kidd is their coach and he's terrible. Jason Kidd. You know, uh, he played for the he played for the Nets years ago. That's right. I, I he's remember like that. him. He's kind of like that albino looking motherfucker. I mean, he's not, he's not like, he's not like full powder, but oh, he's, he's pretty, he's pretty white for a black guy. That movie was terrible. Um, P- powder. Yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah. think it was very good. Uh, Jeff Goldblum's in that, right? Uh, yeah, I think so I don't know. I only Jeff- saw it once, but I did see it in the theater. You saw powder in the theater. Yep. Wow. Yep. Don't, don't, I think uh, I went on a date. Don't ever say that again. Don't I also ever, took, hey, believe that. it or not, I took a, you're going to love this. I took a date when I was in high school. I took a date to see Gettysburg. <laughs> oh my gosh. And there were, there were like people dressed up in civil war costumes. Why didn't you date more again? Um, I, I think know. I just explained that. <laughs> <laughs> now oh. I go to, now I'm married and go to the movies by myself. <laughs> That's true. I was going to say, like, I don't remember the last time you went to see a movie with Aaron. <laughs> It's you always go by yourself in the middle in the middle of the day the is the best. Day. You go to you go to like the twelve o'clock show. Honey, I'm gonna go see Frozen. Oh gosh, middle of the fucking day. Yep. All right. No, All twelve right, o'clock's so, too late. Uh, you got to get like the ten thirty. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow, <laughs> it's it's so early. You get the fresh popcorn. Yeah, because I gotta hit Taco Bell on the way home. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Plane <laughs> is boring. What? Boring. Okay. It's shuffleboard on ice, dude. Exactly. It's awesome sauce. I'd like uh in the winter sports I like I like the bobsled, luge, and the luge, the luge and the skeleton. The skeleton is scary. It's frightening and I'm always afraid they're going to die. Trust. Uh, I also like the speed skating. Speed skating uh, especially is good. women's speed skating if you know what I mean. Wow. I don't know what I'm talking about. He likes about. it. He likes it hard uh, and fast. Like it hard and fast. I like regular speed skating, but that like the sprint speed skating, it makes me too nervous. I can't watch it where they're like like beating up against each other. Yeah, and I, it's... I'm afraid like one of those blades is going to go into somebody's neck, and it's just going to be a disaster. <laughs> I can't watch that. Um, my wife likes the the uh, the figure skating, and I can tolerate it. Yeah. Um, my daughter likes it too, so we'll probably watch some of that. Um, and I like the the big skiing events like the slalom and the super G. Yes, yes, I like that. Yes. I'm excited about alpine so, skiing. Yes, alpine skiing I like. I even kind of like the, uh, what is it, the biathlon, where they do the cross-country skiing and the And, and they the shoot shooting. shit. And they shoot shit. It just shit. seems interesting. I wish they would shoot more interesting things, though, than just those discs. Like, like, all right, stop here and shoot, like, six birds, and then you can start skiing again. Well, here's my thing, is that it's called a biathlon, so it just means you're doing two things right. at once, right? So why, does it, why right. do they have to be always shooting a gun? Why can't they, like... You know, run one down there, and like at one level, they have to carry a crossbow and they have to shoot it, or or they have a machete and they have to like throw it at a at a wall, a target, you know, with the machete. So what you're saying is, it's not the bi- the part two of the biathlon shouldn't just be shooting; Correct. it should be like self defense. 
There you go. Exactly. Like they get suddenly a Wolverine comes out from behind the woods and they have right. to defend themselves by any and, means. And at necessary. this station, you have a machete to fight that Wolverine. At the next station, you may just have a rock. Exactly. And so it's about how you use what you have around you. Yes. That's biathlon to me. That's that is the true Olympic spirit. Right. I mean, if you want to talk about athletes, just like in Greece, you want to talk about Olympians, people that overcome all odds. It's mm-hmm. overcoming an, a Wolverine with a rock. I, I can't think of any finer display of athletic performance. Right. Well, and here's the thing is that, you know, it's all they're, they're all at the same place. Right. So they're all coming up. And, and when you w- watch the biathlon, you got a guy who's sitting there shooting. And then, and then you got another guy that's coming up or woman. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm being sexist there. Wait, 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 uh, wait. Are you saying there's only one rock and they got to fight for it? Well, no, what I'm saying, <laughs> that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> what I, what I, the first, first one there gets the rock. Uh, no, what I'm saying is like, you'd be rolling up on, you'd be rolling up on him. The dude's already fighting the Wolverine and you're just like, you know, I got, I got next. <laughs> I, I mean, do you wait? Is it just one Wolverine or is it like, I the, got winner. Is it like on Jimmy Fallon where they just like bring all the puppies out at once and the, oh, right, the, the, puppies, Wolverine, yeah. the Wolverine just has to go. You know, the Wolverines go to whatever athlete. They I mean, want. I think these are the kind of things that are going to have to be decided in committee <laughs> before the games start. I, I think understand. it's too late because you can't source Wolverines now. Okay. You can't even get drinking water. True. True. We need to, we need to breed them. Uh, yeah. And, you know, make sure they're all female uh, beforehand. Right. Yeah. You, you genetically engineer them that way. <laughs> we, we simply deny them. that. <laughs> wait, wait, you, d- you deny them that? <laughs> Uh, uh, so, and so if things get out of hand, we can institute the lysine protocol. So we're talking about the 2018 Winter Olympics, right? Yes, uh, which will take place in Pyeongchang, is South Korea. Right? South Korea. Okay. Uh, their motto, are, you know what their motto is? New Horizons. New Horizons. Do they have a mascot yet? Is it like some little like weird anime animal? Uh, it looks like a column with an asterisk above it. <laughs> I'm serious. Where do they come up with the ideas for these masks? Excuse me. Um, oh, they're so terrible. I don't know. It's uh, just a bunch of fucking symbols. Uh, Pyeongchang 2018. There you go. Pyeongchang. It will be the first Winter Olympics in South Korea. The last, uh, the 1988 right? Summer Olympics was, uh, were held Summer Olympics in, in Seoul, Seoul, right? In Seoul, right? I remember why. So that was like one of the first Olympics I watched that like I actually understood what was going on. Um, Pyeongchang, South Korea, uh, got 63 winning votes. Uh, Your pronunciation of that is, is basically a hate crime. <laughs> for the Winter Olympics. <laughs> uh, they beat out uh, Munich, Germany okay. with 25 votes and uh, Annecy, France uh, with seven. So there you go. Hmm. So... Congratulations, <laughs> Get your Wolverines ready. Yeah, we start working on it now. Maybe we can be the official Wolverine pro- provider of the Pyeongchang Olympics. Feeling that you're calling me out particularly. I, I take offense to that. Okay. Uh, if, if you want to uh, assume that something's being I'm just taking it too personally. Yeah, exactly. I think you need to I think you need to calm down. I think you need to just it's not all about you. Um just because you enjoy summer school doesn't I do. doesn't mean that everyone's going to enjoy that movie. They should. But uh 
you know, instead of watching summer school for the eighth time, why don't, why don't you, uh, put in my best friends of vampire? Oh, it's far more than eight. <laughs> okay. We're done here. <laughs> Stay frosty guys. Literally. Peace out. admire most in the world and why the person we admire most in the world is makeup artist and creature creator rick baker his wonderfully gruesome slime bladders and slobber tubes in american werewolf in london won him a richly deserved oscar that is why we admire makeup artist and creature creator rick baker very 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 much it's 100 words on the nose you can if you want